0: Hello, welcome we to we? episode two. It just startled Jake, the poor yeah. little guy. Oh, we've got Jake here, my Y Marana.
1: Yes. yes, uh, welcome back to Two Guys One Plant, uh, our weekly podcast mm-hmm. where we tackle a particular vegetable. Um, we talk about the history, nutrition, medicinal, uh, growing it, storing it,
0: and eating it. Ah, oh, yum, eating. I know, yep. I'm already and- watering. <laughs> from the onions? Because <laughs> we're I'm doing crying. onions this week. <laughs> I'm crying. We shouldn't have chopped those onions and put it on the table when are we you, started this podcast. Are you watering from the eyes? Yes, from Is the eyes. Is that what eyes. you call it? Yeah. Yep, yeah, Fantastic. Yep.
1: Um, once again, I'm Simon Hall.
0: And I'm Tim Aikerman. Uh And we are going to be deep diving into onions this week. Onions, onions, onions. I- interesting, mate. Like, like I I'd, personally, I didn't think it was going to be that interesting, onions. It feels like a bit of a... Mm, it you know it's very common everybody's got an onion didn't True. feel like there was too much to learn or know about it but I don't you know you know that there's many layers to an onion though <laughs> like you, an ogre?
1: yeah like a, <laughs> just like an ogre many many layers <laughs> to
0: an onion yes ogres have eight layers yeah. onions have layers actually I have uh, look I don't want to
1: jump right into anything at the moment mm. but I read something really interesting about the perfect onion shoot So the perfect onion has 13 layers. No way. (laughs) Lucky number 13. Like seriously, apparently the perfect onion is 13 layers.
0: Interesting, I don't know how to... um, Have you ever tried to count the layers of an onion? Uh, No. It it feels like they kind of, you get like through the first maybe two or three layers and then it becomes a bit of a blur. When you peel and you get a couple of layers off, and yeah, I don't know if they count the outer
1: layers that you know, the, the skin or, or the skin that you kind of take off until yep. you actually hit some crispy. Yep. Well, I don't know where you actually go down to. Yeah. to. For me, I go right down until I'm almost taking an extra layer off of the onion when you're peeling I start it,
0: cooking it. Yeah, for me, it's uh. It depends. Like if you peel the the brown outer skin off and it all comes off and the onion's nice then leave it. But sometimes you peel that little bit of brown and then the next skin is kind of half brown, half not brown. Yes. I leave that. Oh,
1: do you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. There you go. I feel like I'm
0: missing out on nutrients from that. Mm, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. How we'll have to weird. find out.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, we will find out. Everyone's got really. their own
0: own ways of cooking and eating and preparing and.
1: Yeah, they're super interesting. Yep. I. Well, mm. look. Let's. I'm not going to jump too far
0: ahead. I just thought I'd hit you with that little 13 mm. layer fact. Cool. Uh, before we get <laughs> that, started. I, I want to know more about that. So. Did you find out anything else? Or yeah. Well, it all, why 13 layers? Well, it comes into the growing stage. So I'll I'll oh, tell cool. you more right. about that Excellent. when we hit crop. I look forward right? to it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's talk about the history. But before we get into history, onion, fruit or vegetable? Oh, yes. So it have
1: to be a vegetable.
0: Yes, has to be definitely. It's a
1: root, root. Yeah, like the roots in it, right? So
0: vegetable is um, the root, uh, stem, uh, branch, that sort of thing. Yep. Okay. Mm. No, uh, no seeds on the inside. <laughs> yeah, but it's more about where it grows on the plant. So fruit generally grows out of the flower. Okay. Yeah. That, okay. Generally. Generally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... Like everything in life, there are exceptions to the rules. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Because you know that the seed from an onion is from... A flower. Well, see, I don't know anything about onion seeds, so I'm ah, sure we're going to get into that. We in are going to get into part. that. These are the things so where I, I realized how much weird. about the onion I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and the whole fruit and vegetable thing. I mean, it, you go back and listen to last week's podcast about the tomato and mm. we cover fruit versus vegetable, and I think going forward it will be a common theme every week. Everything we talk about will identify whether it's a fruit or a vegetable. Mm. And hopefully there's some surprises. Well, I think there will be, considering I know nothing
1: about anything Anything. anymore (laughs) from what I'm starting to Mm. realise. That's great. Well, no, look,
0: take us into history. Yeah, look, doing my research, I think what I found looking at onion history is that they actually don't know where the onion originated. And the thought behind this is that it was everywhere everywhere but it doesn't really leave a trace after it's been, um, you know, planted and then removed and eaten. There's really no trace, so it's hard to hard to kind of track back where it came from. Wow! But they they kind of think that it was somewhere in Asia. Now, depending on what research you read, it could be China, Asia, or it could be Middle East Asia. So, okay. but if the takeaway is it's somewhere in that kind of Asian band from east to west, somewhere. Awesome. And they're saying records go back at least 7,000 years. So it's... 7,000 years. Yeah. So... That um, doesn't sound like a lot, but then like when you think about it, it's actually a real... Well, when we look at human civilization, I guess um, modern human civilization, that's way back early times. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Wow. The common wild onion, which is what they said grew, you know, 5,000 years ago or 5,000 BC um, was when the they can kind of trace the history of the onion back to. Yep. Um, the typical wild onion that grew then is thought to have completely changed to the common onion that we know now. Okay. So it's kind of gone through this evolution, I guess. How? Like, what were they like? Do you know what they used to be like? Or is it just like they said it's very different? Just wild onion versus the common onion. Okay. I, I couldn't find anything that said whether it was smaller, bigger, okay. you know, how it had changed and that sort of thing. Because so, we're all about yeah. growing up big these days. Big, like the yeah. Big old onions, right? I did I did read the Guinness Wooker record for the, the biggest onion. Did oh you my see gosh.
1: it? Oh, gosh. Is that to do with the... I've seen a meme. Oh, I, I haven't seen the meme. What's oh, the meme? really? Oh. <laughs> I'll show you the meme right. later, okay. all right? Yeah. And then you can uh, and then you can make your judgments based on that and tell me if it's a Guinness World Record guy right. because I don't really know. It was
0: 18 pounds or something, so I okay. don't even know what that works out to in kilos, you know? Huge. It's just huge, right? right? <laughs> it's a big onion. I wonder if it had 13 layers. I hope so because that would be the perfect... Imagine the size of the layers on that mm. massive onion. Mm.
1: No, that's huge.
0: Anyway... <laughs> Um, before we go any further, it, it's probably worth looking at the different types of onions that are out there. Okay. Um, because I, I found it really difficult to get a definitive answer on how many different species of onions there are.
1: There are so many because I looked at some US stuff and yeah. there's like hundreds of varieties yeah. of onions over there. And simple me thought that there were brown onions, white onions. Red onions and like the green onions, yeah. scallions. Yeah. And
0: yeah. I, I think for the purposes of this podcast, we're going to focus on the the brown or yellow, the white, and the red. Correct. What's the yellow? The yellow and the brown are the same. Yellow. Okay. It's in some places they're called yellow. In Australia, we call them brown. Yeah. I, I think the actual term is Spanish onion. That's not the red one. No. <laughs>
1: I know nothing. <laughs> I even did research on onions, and I didn't know that. But this Maybe is why Well, all this- I didn't do the research on history,
0: so this is all you, mate. You you should be schooling yeah, me Yeah, definitely, on this stuff. definitely the Spanish onion. Yep. All right. For the yellow or brown one, definitely, yeah, which is I think the probably the most common. Oh, absolutely. Here in Australia, at least. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But I, I mean. All those onions that you saw, a lot of them were just variations of the same one. Like the, the brown or the yellow one slightly varied and, and then the red one slightly varied and there was lots of kind of variations on the major groups of onions that we know. So I came up with the red, yellow and brown, um, the scallion, the leek, the wild onion, chives and the pearl onion. Nice. Yeah. So leek is technically an onion, is it? That's what I read. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. I think we can save leek for another day. Oh, I think so yeah. too, definitely. Yeah, but uh, lots of different types. We're going to awesome. focus on that, the bulb. Yeah, the big, big bulb. Yeah, one. the big bulb. Yeah, because that's what I was looking into was the big mm. bulby one. Mm. Yeah, but back to the history. I mean, it, it goes back 7,000 years, so it's yep. got, a, got a, a pretty good history and um, w- something that was really, really interesting that I had no idea was onion was commonly referenced... In ancient Egypt To the point where it actually Is in the hieroglyphics Oh There's an onion hieroglyphic Yes Does it look like clip art? I've not physically seen (laughs) it But really interesting to think that It was so important to them That they had to create a hieroglyph Yeah that's awesome And they they actually worshipped the onion What? I know. This is crazy. I didn't know. You you hear all these things about ancient Egypt, but nobody tells you they worshipped onions. No. So the onions are round and they have layers and they're they're talking about round being eternity and then the rings are all eternity as well. So it's this kind of this holy being of eternity and they worship the onion. It's incredible. That's really cool. I know. Do you
1: think that they had perfect onions then, the 13 layers and maybe 13 was part of their...
0: I think maybe they had 14 layers. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because they were just better? Better than everybody, yeah. Yeah, We're just better? Better. We made a hieroglyph. Yeah. But, I mean, that that was super interesting to think that, you know, in ancient Egypt they were worshipping this product that is so commonly put in our pantry... Yeah. So common to the point where my partner and I have a, a standing rule that if you go to the supermarket, you buy an onion. Really? Regardless. Yeah, because we use it that much. Wow. So you're definitely not FODMAP in your family. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's such a common common household item these days, but uh, revered. Yeah, we don't buy them that often
1: purely because I loathe cutting onions. Mm. It's like my worst. I just well, I'll, I'm sure we'll get to that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just say like I just never, I never go to the supermarket just to get onions cause, because um, man, I'm just like yeah. I don't want to cut them. Uh, it's pretty tough, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, apart from apart from the fact that they were revered, mm. um, the, there's evidence that shows that they were given to the guys that built the pyramids. So the slave laborers fed onions to the the workers to help. Um, with their nutrition to build the pyramid. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And the onion was also found in the eye socket of King Ramesses Fourth, Like dried up onion? In his eye socket. So there's, a, I didn't read too far into it, but uh, they use it in a mummification process. Wow. Yeah. So versatile item, even <laughs> in ancient Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> In mummification processes.
1: Yeah, for anyone out there
0: looking to mummify anything. Yeah, maybe we can take something from the Egyptians. My gosh.
1: Well, I mean, it's cool if you're doing any mummification. Mm. Yeah, we may have one listener that's looking to get into that. Mm, It's like maybe. Yeah. Something. Is a dying art? Oh, no. Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible joke. Mate, terrible. Four, five, four or five, five weeks? Five weeks as a dad? And five, that's five, five weeks. Five weeks as a dad and that's what you're doing.
0: Yeah. It's, I love it. That's it, fantastic. It's, it's almost like when the birth happened, it, the change in me happened and the jokes just started flowing. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. You've got something to look forward to, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, with this history of onions, it's, it's, when you look at it, you've got recorded um, breeding, planting in China, 5,000 yep. BC. You've got traces in, you know, kind of Middle East. Yep. And then you've got the ancient Egyptians, which is Middle East as well, but yep. kind of well-documented across across the that part of the globe, all around the same time. So you can see that onions is uh, kind of prominent right throughout the whole world and really not centralized to one location. Yeah, I love that, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And um, as we move forward in time, we see um, traces of it in ancient Greece. So Pompeii, um, he wrote about onions and their health properties, um, even to the point in ancient Greece where uh, the onion was thought to have had such great potential that they fed it to the um, original Olympians. Onions? Yeah. So the takeaway from this is eat raw onion at the gym
1: so what you're trying to tell me is that tony abbott isn't as stupid as what everyone thought he was is that what you're trying to say
0: uh i don't think anyone can undo that kind of stupid (laughs) (laughs) but onions
1: are really good for you
0: well it was they are definitely good for you there's no doubt about that yeah uh i'm not sure they have the kind of powers that the ancient greeks thought they had in terms of you know extra giving guys extra strength and those sorts yeah. of things but you know interesting to think that the, this little bulb and olympians are using them to break world records and those sorts of things yeah it's awesome yeah so we're you know we're we're way back ancient ancient greece um uh they did find that uh, there were some old texts back in greece where with recipes for mm. onion mm so, but obviously, Greece.
1: so the Greeks were the first to document the document recipes. Document the recipes, yeah, wow. yeah, yes.
0: Yeah. So, uh, it's really interesting history. Um, some of the things that they documented in terms of uh, health properties, and this was by I don't know if I'm pronouncing this guy's name right, but it was Pliny, P L I N Y. Pliny. Yeah, it, I don't know how it's pronounced. it sounds like. But uh, sounds like he's from Australia. This is this is. <laughs> This is ancient Greece, and he wrote that uh, health properties of onions uh, helped eyes, helped sleep, oral sores, toothaches, and dysentery. Wow. Mm. So, have got the dyshen- ships...
1: <laughs> I was about to say, what is dysentery?
0: Mm. Yes, it's diarrhea. Oh. Yeah. Is that what they call it? Mm. Dysentery? Mm. Yeah, just
1: another term for diarrhea. I've heard it regarding cruise ships a lot, but that's all I've really heard that word used with. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I don't know if it's... No, it wouldn't be um, gastro. Dysentery is just the bowels, I'm pretty sure. Okay. We'll have to check that. (laughs) Maybe.
1: Well, you can just write in and tell us that we're wrong.
0: Yeah, definitely. Let us know. Mm. We'd love to hear if we're wrong or not. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As far back as 1700 BC, you've got uh, texts written... In tablet form, so like the Ten Commandments yeah. from the Babylonians about onions. Wow. So thou shalt eat onion. Sorry, are you trying to tell me that on the Ten <laughs> Commandments, one of them was thou shalt eat onions? No, but there are tablets that okay.
1: talk Just about. The, yeah, but different
0: tablets with different commandments.
1: It was I, like, these are the veggie commandments. Yes, yes yeah. The ten, the
0: 10 veggie commandments. Yeah, wow. Maybe we should fantastic. come up with that. Yeah, thou yeah. shalt eat onion. Yeah, definitely. Every day until your eyes water. Mm. Mm. I'm crying thinking about it. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's also interesting to know that onions were mentioned again. I don't, I never pronounce this right, but it's the Indian term for it's their medicine term, like, you know, Ayurvedic or Vedic you never heard of that before? No. And there you go. Something to learn at another Ay- time. Ayurvedic. Yeah, A-Y-E-R or Ayurvedic or Ayurvedic. But the Vedic texts in India back around, you know, the 5000 BC time also reference onions in their medical texts. It's You can kind of see
1: now that there's a reason why it's really hard for them to pinpoint where they originated from
0: uh-huh. is because it's in all this text yep. way back so many civilizations and cultures and everybody was using it and it i think it's because the wild onion just grew anywhere wow and i'm sure you're going to tell us how easy it is to grow but yeah just looking at the history tells me that it grew everywhere didn't no matter the climate
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: uh, another fun fact onions referenced in the bible really mm mm i didn't write down the Book or a chapter because I don't care, but <laughs> they reference in the Bible. <laughs> You're gonna piss a lot of people off with that one. Maybe, but yeah, hey, I'm allowed all right. to have my own opinion. That's very true. So it's somewhere in the Bible. Yeah, it's Numbers 15 or something or other. Oh, there you go. Yeah, mm. yeah. yes, but Old Testament onion specifically mentioned in the Bible. What's the Numbers? Is that Book Eight? <laughs> no idea. Old is. Testament. So yeah, no, I know everything in the Old Testament is accurate. <laughs> Wow, what a burn. (laughs) (laughs) Moving right along. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, so if we come forward in time a bit to the Age of Discovery, do you know much about history and the ages? And the- Yeah, I, I know about this Age of Discovery. I had to look it up because I had oh. no idea w- when it fell or, or what it was really. So Age of Discovery is between the 15th and the 17th century Okay, and it's also called the Age of Exploration, which makes sense. It's when all our explorers went out and, and discovered, the, I guess, the known globe. But uh, the, the Europeans took onions to north america during this discovery period and when they got there they were shocked to find that onions were already there really yes but there's no real um not like china and the middle east and ancient greece and and the ancient egyptians there was no real recorded presence of it there before that time but they were already there Wow. Yeah, so the, the Europeans thought they were being fancy and the Native Americans already went, no, we've already got onions. Thanks, but no thanks.
1: <laughs> we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we've got tomatoes and onions, man. How do you think we've been making salsa all this time? <laughs>
0: yeah. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Started way back. Way, yeah. way back. Yeah. The, the English, col- I think what happened is in the history that when um, the US was colonized by the English um, that was when they started documenting and planting onion bulbs wow. um, as farming practice. Nice. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, so we've got we've got onions in America. The Native Americans already well established with onions, and onions form a big part of their diet. Yeah, that's not Taco Tuesday
1: because <laughs> I just realised that I was like, yeah, we've already got. But i was thinking South America, where they already had tomatoes and onions, making salsa. Native yeah, well, Americans guess, wouldn't be doing
0: that. I guess tomatoes, you know, talking Aztecs and Peru and yeah, you know, that's that sort what, that's of South area. America, not but North America. But there, it would be a reasonable assumption okay not North America I agree with you there, but it would yeah. be a reasonable assumption to think that onions also existed there just not documented so oh,
1: absolutely definitely absolutely. Taco Tuesday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got down to the history of Taco Tuesday <laughs> and that really no one's got any sort of say on it because it was happening no, back yeah, yeah, way way back
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely yeah, <laughs> yeah fantastic <laughs> Um, so moving further forward in time, yep. we've got uh, World War II. The Russian soldiers um, took onions to prevent different infections and ailments. And really interesting the fact that we come forward from 5000 BC to World War Two, and people are still using onions to treat uh, treat health issues. Yeah, wow. That's quite... It's quite interesting,
1: purely because when I was going through the nutrition of it, mm. it's not. I mean, uh, there are really good qualities to it, but it's not like this
0: all-powerful healing. No. Yeah. And yet you, we've never we've never been brought up to think that either. It's just an onion. Correct. Yeah, you chop it up and it becomes a base for a sauce, or you, you know, it's yeah, it's kind of it's an ingredient you put in a dish, but you don't really think about it. You go, yes, this has got onion in it, but it's got all these other things in it and you talk about them and not the onion. Yeah, it's... Well, it's
1: generally not the hero. Yeah. Generally. You use it to build a base flavour.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's mm. uh, really interesting to think about how this this plant was used in history and the difference to how we use it now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the Russians thought it had uh, antiseptic properties. The, wow. the soldiers all carried onions with them yeah. for antiseptic reasons, but yeah. And it wasn't to get rid of the vampires. What that's garlic, isn't it? Garlic and onion was oh, thought- still, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't to get rid of the vampires <laughs> because there were vampires in World War II. Mm, Just really breaking right. some history stuff uh, out right now.
0: I, I thought everybody knew that. Mm. <laughs> So historically speaking, onions common right throughout the whole world. Mm. You know, from the moment we started documenting our history right through to today, onions have always existed and been a staple part of most diets and historically used as medicine as well. I love it. Yeah, it's really interesting. That's amazing.
1: <clears throat> it's actually... Super interesting. Uh, uh, I've really enjoyed that. Mm. The fact that they we can't actually pinpoint it down to one place, I think is really awesome.
0: Yeah, that surprised me. I thought, like, like if you go back and listen to last week's podcast about tomatoes, you know, there's a fairly clear origin for the Absolutely. tomato. Uh, onion, it's like a weed. It was everywhere. It was yeah. grown right across the whole world. Wow. And, you know, like I said before, different climates and that sort of thing. I did come across some an interesting legends and folklore about onions. Hit me with it. This, the, I'll, I'll give you one now and then the rest can come as we go through the podcast. But this one is an old Turkish legend. Um, it tells that when Satan was thrown out of heaven, garlic sprouted where he first placed his left foot and onions grew where he placed his right foot. Really? Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Them's are the facts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just started with This is folklore <laughs> Them's are the facts So there, like
0: Garlic, that. left foot, onion, yeah. right foot okay. of, of Satan himself Wow mm. That's
1: interesting because I think that uh, In other religions They're removed as well So mm. I believe in Buddhism They don't use mm. garlic and
0: onion uh, Shallots There's the five pungent spices Yeah and I think yeah. that's the key It's the smell. So in the reading that I was doing, it's because of this pungent smell and it was thought to be evil and bad and and obviously ward off vampires and all that sort of stuff. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. nice and smelly. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Mm. I love it. I love all of it. That's fantastic. So there we have it, the history of the onion. I love. Did you learn something? Uh, Well, yes, I learned all of it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> because I had no idea about where onions
0: came from before. So that was we should, all new for me. We should point out here to the people that are listening, each week, Simon and I divide up the four categories. So history, growing, nutrition, medicine, cooking and storage. We divide them up. We each take two and we actively try not to cross over so that when we're sitting here discussing this, we are literally learning something. Yeah, because
1: otherwise it would be... Super boring mm. for both of us to mm. just do research and then just talk to each other talk about to each what other. we
0: already read. We already know it. I'm like, no, yeah. no, I already know that. Let's get to yeah. the next bit. And you'd probably talk over me anyway. No, 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 never, never.
1: Never, never, no. never. Of course not. <laughs> right, that's fine. Um, awesome. So let's,
0: shall we move on? Yes. Yes? Yeah, let's move have on. Have you finished? I'll tell you this. You oh. don't have to put this in. <laughs> Orthodox, Orthodox Brahmins... Hindu widows, Buddhists and Jains, J-A-I-N-S, I I don't know who they are, regarded onions as forbidden vegetables because of their strong odour.
1: Yeah, that's it. Wow, that's really cool.
0: Mm. Awesome. So if we're summing up all of the history of onion, they are the most ancient food source on the planet or one of the most ancient food sources on the planet believed to be a lowly vegetable because of its pungent taste, but it's become a favorite ingredient in most recipes. Although, as I said before, that I don't go
1: jumping out to the supermarket because I hate cutting them up, I still love them. Mm. And onion, like just fried onion in the pan, like just on its own, just creates like an atmosphere in mm. your house
0: yeah well i'm going to talk about that in the cooking section yeah. yeah but i'm funnily enough we talk about onion and garlic being the left and right feet of satan but for me sauteing onion and garlic in a pan yeah. is the left amazing. and right foot of it is amazing it life. is amazing <laughs> the smell the uh, and even just the taste of the two together it's oh delicious man yeah they are phenomenal yeah Yeah. So, but we'll talk more about that in the cooking section. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Let's move on. Yes. The Nourish Box is a meal kit delivery service that is entirely plant-based, making it easier for you to cook delicious, nutritious meals from scratch at home with fresh ingredients on a regular basis. They even have the same message as us, eat more plants.
1: I love that, because I'm a big advocate of eating more plants, as you already know. Uh, every week with the Nourish Box, you get to choose three tasty new plant-based recipes. and you choose the number of servings, and then it just rocks up at your door, like with magic or stalks or something. I'm not sure how they do it, but they do it. Look, they portion everything out, they limit their plastic use uh, where possible, and they keep it all very environmentally friendly.
0: They also go to great lengths to provide really great diverse recipes. Some of the recipes are even produced by Hannah Thompson, qualified nutritionist, and they also partner with uh, like
1: local Melbourne-based um, restaurants and recipe creators from all over Australia. Some of these recipes, we're talking about like really good stuff like warm eggplant and lentil salad with a peach salsa, which was done by Arlo Eatery, which is in Brighton. It's amazing.
0: There's a like a roasted red pepper pasta with basil. Oh, that sounds
1: amazing. Mm-hmm. Also, I think my favourite... Uh, recipe that I've had uh, from the nourish box was a sweet and sticky tofu with Asian greens and rice it is phenomenal I it looks simple and it sounds simple but the way they do this sticky and sweet tofu is unlike anything I've ever tried before and I love
0: it. Personally, I love a good curry and I have to say my favorite recipe was the buttered cauliflower on jasmine rice. They really nailed the curry on that one. And there's always new recipes popping up all the time on a monthly basis. It's pretty cool. Lots of variety in the recipes.
1: Yeah, and the Nourish Box are giving all of our listeners $25 off your first box. You just have to say, just use the promo code m for messy v for veggies 25 at the checkout that's
0: m v 25 at checkout and you get 25 dollars off your first box now it's important to note that this deal is only available to people in melbourne at the moment um, so get on there use the code mv25 m for messy v for veggie mv25 and get this amazing discount
1: Onto nutrition and medicine. Awesome. Can't wait. All right. So I'm going to take this one over. Uh, this should be kind of short and sweet. I'm going to just give you the hard-hitting
0: facts mm. for nutrition and, and medicine. Because yep. um, um, I don't know anything about the nutrition of an onion. I actively avoided learning anything. Okay. And I really wasn't told much. Growing up? Well,
1: I honestly think that we're not told nutritionally much about vegetables. We are with some, like some greens, that they're really good for you, Mm. but no one really gets into why they're good for you. Mm. There are some key ones that we know are good because they have these things, but, you know, majority of times we don't really know too much about the nutritional breakdown of what these vegetables are good for. So I love this section. Um, especially nutrition and and medicinal. and When you're talking about ancient times, all the medicinal uses and all that sort of thing, and we will talk a little bit about like modern medicine and and how we've actually like done case studies on this, but it definitely has new like medicinal qualities. So that's 100%. So they got it right right back in 5,000 BC. Awesome. Like they definitely had it right. And the fact that they could do that without... Like knowing, like they didn't have a a test tube beakers and mm, modern equipment to test all the different... I'm uh, I'm a
0: huge believer of ancient times. There are times in history where I think they were smarter than us. We're just in a situation now where we've built on previous information so you we constantly progress as a civilization but when you look at some of the things that they were able to achieve and accomplish with the tools that they had yeah i feel like they were smarter or you know better off more resourceful resourceful is a good mm. word yeah, yeah definitely mm.
1: okay let's get on to the nutrition so look very simply the onion high in vitamin c it's a good source for dietary fiber. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is high in folic acid as well, mm-hmm. which is really good for you. Uh, it also contains calcium, iron, and it's also got a really high quality protein. Yeah, right. Although the protein makes up like a very small component of it, yeah. it's a high quality protein. Yeah, okay.
0: Um, it's low calorie. Maybe that feeds back to the um, ancient Greeks using it in the Olympics with their protein.
1: Maybe, but I feel like they would because look, the onion is eighty nine percent water. Yeah, right. Nine yeah. percent uh, carbs and one point seven percent fiber, with protein and fat being the other mm. small mm. Uh, percentage. Yeah, there, yeah which yeah. is like point three of a percent of yeah. fats and proteins. So they would have had to ingest a buttload of. But, I don't
0: know. Onions. Maybe maybe if you look at the diet back then the percentage of protein that they were getting having an onion kind of helped could be hey, much.
1: I don't know about that but protein. Uh, you know <laughs> maybe that's why it's in protein burritos mm, oh yeah. Yeah? yeah yeah absolutely okay so so that's kind of the breakdown so I the really interesting part for me of this is that the type of fiber is a soluble fiber and that's fructans mm-hmm. okay so they're uh so this is the main dietary form of fructans in any vegetables like the onion is one of the highest carriers of fructans yeah so fructans as you may already know they are a so-called uh prebiotic fiber which feed your gut bacteria Mm. um but fructans are fodmap right so when you say fodmap what do you mean yeah fodmap is basically an acronym That stands for fermentable, uh, and I will get this wrong as well, like pronunciation. Mm Oligosaccharides, oligosaccharides, which is fructans and galacto. It looks like galaxy, but galacto (laughs) oligosaccharides. Yep, cool. Yep. Disaccharides, which is lactose. Disaccharides. No, it says dis. Okay. Disa. (laughs) <laughs> this is completely wrong which is lactose you got right so it's an acronym for a whole heap of different stuff monosaccharides <laughs> which is excess fructose yeah. and polioids which is sorbitol and mannitol but simply mm-hmm. it's like uh, carbohydrates that
0: trigger like gastrointestinal symptoms right so if it's on the fodmap it is what what does it mean
1: it means it, that it's not good for some people. Right. Some so people have allergic reactions, typically people with IBS, yep. Uh, yep. you know, bowel inflamed, issues. Inflamed gut and bowel and yeah, that sort of absolutely. thing. Yeah, right. absolutely. So yep. that's not good for them because it's a fructans or the, the mm-hmm. fructose area, which mm-hmm. is part of the FODMAPs.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Yep. So it's... Not good for those people. Yeah. So if you're on FODMAP, stay away from onions. Yeah, I think they know that. Yeah. But I think the biggest part here is that if onions don't agree with you, mm. it's most likely that it's onions that don't agree with you all and f- the garlic. Like, yeah. Yeah, because be- onion, garlic, and leek are all part of the same family. Yeah. Which is f- alliums. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So generally it would be all three of those that don't really agree with you mm. and it may progress further into mm. actually full mm. FODMAP.
0: Yeah, which... So it's worth, you know, if you're eating onion or garlic and you feel a bit average after in the gut, maybe go and talk to someone about whether there's a... An allergy or in a reaction or something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: My mum is FODMAP mm-hmm. and uh, she has to avoid a lot of those things. But FODMAP goes a lot further. It's, yeah. it's so big and it's different for everyone, Yeah. which I think, you know, some, some of these things are very different when it comes to people. Everyone has sort of different reactions mm. to... Um a certain we're all different of, right absolutely because yeah. you can only have like half a cup of this particular vegetable yeah. and a full cup of this vegetable per day otherwise yeah. they you know they have issues yeah so but I think onion is just like mm. no yeah it's yeah. quite potent absolutely mm. okay so um let's talk about onions and cancer Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, cancer is not cool, but no, let's talk absolutely. about it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not cool at all. Um, so, this is uh, the onion is like a nutritious food that aids in cancer prevention. From mm. what I was doing a little bit of reading on, um, there are some studies that have shown that the two best vegetable families, when it comes to cancer prevention, are the cruciferous vegetables which is, you know, your broccoli, your mm. kales, uh, cauliflower is in there as well. Yeah. Um, and also alliums, which right. we just mentioned before, yep. being garlic, onions, and leeks. Um, so there's a, it's a naturally plant-derived compound, which is found in the onions, that actually suppresses uh, the engine of aging. I'm doing quotation marks. Mm-hmm. Engine of aging enzyme. Which is called the target of, mm, target of rapamycin. There you go. Rapamycin. It sounds like a like an actual rapper. Mm-hmm. Like the dude's name's mycin. It's this rapamycin. Is rapamycin. Nice. Yeah, he's MC coming See in on. the house. That's it. <laughs> um, so this enzyme regulates cellular growth in the human body, and this TOR, which is target of rapamycin, has yeah. uh, actually been found in uh, breast cancer tumors. Right. So yeah. it helps in prevention or it, in cure? Uh, it helps suppressing yep. that engine of aging. Ah, right. Okay. So, so it's not creating, a cure.
0: It's like an antioxidant, you know. Yes. Yeah, right. Okay.
1: Yep. We're going to get on to i actually talk about the antioxidants right now. So a- onions have like high antioxidants as well. Yeah. Uh, and they're actually one of the only vegetables or fruits that when you cook it, it doesn't affect the antioxidants. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. I think 97% of vegetables and fruits, if you cook it, Mm. it affects the antioxidants and onion is not one of the
0: 97%. Such an amazing plant.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. Let's talk about disease as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, onions have really powerful uh, anti-blood clotting Mm -hmm. properties. So when you consume them raw. Yep. So salads, um, salsas, yep. uh, when you're consuming them, right, they've got really good anti blood clotting properties. Mm-hmm. So it kind of aids in that as well. Um, it's also really good for bone health. I think that's the calcium that kind of pulls into that as sure. well. Yeah. They did some studies with people with osteoporosis and it actually helped with their bone density. Wow. Um, them taking a dose of onions every day over a certain period of time, which was
0: amazing. Can you, I can just imagine the onion drip. Sorry, what now? An onion drip. It's like, we need to get more onion in you.
1: <laughs> so like
0: a saline bag yeah, yeah. full of onion. Full of onion, yeah.
1: I mean, it probably wouldn't smell that nice. Or the, do they yeah. peel
0: off the layers and just put it on your skin? And <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just bad. I reckon wherever they, they did this study, it, it stank. Yeah,
1: yeah. Prob- Well, probably. I feel like these studies are done where they get a whole group of people, they come in and then <laughs> they get told to go and do this at home. I know, and I know. <laughs> you know. Who knows what they're actually doing. But mm. look, this is what that's actually uh, said. Look, while we're talking about um, this, I'm going to tackle another myth while we're here. Uh,
0: and that's... You beat me to it because I was going to hit you with one as well. well so yeah, you go yeah, first. I'll go first and then you, you go, can first, go as yeah. well. Okay, so uh, back in the day... They
1: used to strap onions to the bottom of your feet, mm-hmm. and I guess put your socks on overnight, mm-hmm. and it was to draw the toxins out of your body mm. and uh, and to to take your sickness away. Basically, they used it for people who had the flu. Uh, yeah, I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but there's a, a professor in Massachusetts, I think, that yep. was commenting on this study that I was looking into, and he said it's. It's buckus. It's like nothing. It's, All right. So it's actually probably, if you leave onions out, they're actually not that good. <laughs> once they keep going for a little while, because once you have cut it, mm-hmm. you can't really you can't really store it too long. Before. Myth busted. Oh, really? This is what I'm about to tell
0: you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I tell me. man. I I gotta tell you. So I've got to start with the story. Growing up, my childhood. My mother was of the perception that when you cut an onion, the onion would draw in disease and bacteria and viruses from the air. It would it would absorb it from the air. Wow. So if you had the flu, you cut an onion and put half an onion beside your bed and it would draw the disease out of the air around you and it would help you get better. Wow. <laughs> it,
1: I mean, that just sounds crazy. Child, when you I, say I never that. thought
0: twice about it. But l- literally a year ago, my mum said to put an onion beside the bed. Did you do it? No, of course not. But but did you get better? <laughs> yes.
1: How long did I it take? I don't remember. <laughs> See, I feel
0: like you didn't <laughs> test this in theory enough. I, I didn't test it, but the researchers showed. <laughs> <laughs> but let, let's research, research. Let's man. keep moving on, right? So. I was brought up to think that the onion was this plant that absorbed nasty chemicals out of the air or the atmosphere. And, and if you actually look online for myths about onions, which I did for this, like the first page of Google results are about, are onions bad for you after you cut them? Okay. Because everybody thinks that they absorb bacteria out of the air. Okay. And even yesterday, I told... Kristen, my partner, that it was okay to leave a cut onion in a locked airtight container in the fridge for seven days. Seven days? So literally to yesterday, we would throw out half an onion if it had been on the bench too long because of that myth. And now you don't. It is revoked. There is absolutely no it's evidence busted. to suggest totally that busted. an onion will absorb back bacteria. What you have to do is store it in the fridge after you've taken the skin off. And if you've cut the onion, you can store it in an air, airtight container and you'll get seven days out of it. Wow. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Like you don't get seven days out of anything. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to talk more about storage, but just the, the myth of leaving a cut onion on the bench, I mean, you don't want to leave it out too long anyway, put it in mm. the fridge, but it's not its not absorbing disease and chemicals and yeah
1: that's cool if we left a cut onion out on our bench uh our cat oscar would steal it loves an onion oh mate he Mm. loves onions potatoes cauliflowers he just takes it yeah and then goes and hides it somewhere (laughs) like in a cupboard in the wardrobe and then we find it later Mm. like when it's nice (laughs) when it's more than seven days old yeah and it's terrible yeah anyway um, little guy is fantastic i love him <laughs> no he's great actually mm-hmm. awesome
0: yes yeah, really interesting
1: well okay that's pretty much nutrition and yep. medicinal stuff done mm. short and sweet but uh but they're essentially at the very end of it they're good for you uh, unless you are fodmap Yep. then you yep. should avoid
0: them. yeah some people have garlic and onion allergies i suppose but um, they probably fall on the FOD map as well.
1: Yeah, and I mean, yeah. if you have any sort of religious. Uh, Are there religious concerns with onions? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all part right. of their religion, is, is Fair to, to lose them. So obviously, you know what you're doing, so. Carry on. Do and I've I? had, do I? I've had beautiful food that's onion and garlic free mm. and uh, and all of that stuff. There's restaurants that I've been to that are just phenomenal and there's so much flavor. So mm. I think sometimes we rely too much on onions.
0: Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what I would that. like to know is if anybody's listening that can't have onion or garlic to get in contact and tell us what they would use in lieu of those items okay. if they use anything.
1: Well, uh, I mean, they don't have to be substituted. They are used in a lot of recipes, but yeah. I mean, whether they're substituted or not, whether you make your mm. way around
0: it. But yeah, I'm interested too. Mm. Tell us. Yeah. Do you replace it or do you just leave it out of a recipe? Yeah. Yeah. I like Interesting. it. Interesting. I think with the nutrition and medicine stuff, it for me, onions form such a big part of my diet because I pretty much put them in just about every particularly dinner that I have. Um, knowing all the nutritional benefits you you kind of feel a bit better that you're getting all of these all of these uh, vitamins and minerals and antioxidants in your diet and the amount that i consume i'm actually getting a reasonable quantity
1: oh absolutely yeah yeah i mean the fact that they're high in vitamin c which you typically wouldn't Mm. think about no i didn't know that uh you know it's it's pretty cool yeah Growing onions. Now, onions are super easy to grow. I've never we'll grown an onion. This. Yeah. So, I was reading somewhere and this dude pretty much said if you throw like a, an onion, uh, like they, so they come in different forms. They're set seedlings and transplants and all the rest of it. Yeah. So, if you just throw an onion down on the ground on a, on a bit of dirt, it will grow. No way. Like, it will, <laughs> it'll find a way to root itself into the ground. And it will grow. Maybe
0: that's why we saw in the history of onions that they grew everywhere.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They just they will just grow. Right. Right. Well, that's good. They may not grow very well. Yeah. yeah. But they will grow. Yeah. They will eventually take root and grow. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about onions and what they are. So onions are a biennial, which means that it takes two years. For them to complete their full life cycle. All right. So there's a couple of other vegetables that are in the same bracket as that. And I don't want to touch on too many of them because we'll go into more detail with them. But, you know, beets are among those, mm-hmm. onions are as well. So basically, it takes two years for them to go from seed to seed. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, but because we pick this uh, these vegetables sometimes before they get to full maturity, if to full seasons, yep. we won't see them go to seed.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, if we were, if we had a nursery or a greenhouse or something and we wanted to actually harvest the seeds, we'd have to wait two years. Yes, right. that's correct. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, they're a cold season vegetable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they grow bulbs depending on day length.
0: Right, okay. So I'm going to hit
1: you with a couple of little facts here. Yeah, um, they're kind of in two categories. Well, there's, there's three categories, but there's basically short day onions and long day onions. Yeah, uh, the short day ones are really full of flavour, and the long day ones are still full of flavour, but you know mm. they're just a little bit smaller. than the short day,
0: that ones. makes me think if if you're living, say, we are in Melbourne, we have short days, it'd be easier to grow the short day. Onions in the winter, but if we're in summer and we've got daylight savings, we might be able to grow the long day ones, maybe. I will
1: tell you a bit more about that because so the fact that so when we talk about onions with them being biennial, they sometimes will flower early yeah. when they think they've done a full two years. Yeah. And that generally they call that bolting. Yeah. So when they talk about onions have bolted It means that they're going to flower. Mm. Uh, And usually what happens is if there's big contrasts in temperature. Right. Like if there's a freeze in the morning or if it gets really hot. The plant goes into panic mode and says, I'm about to die because I'm getting to the end of my cycle. We've gone through the weather, you know, through autumn, through summer Mm. and then back to winter, then back into (coughs) summer and it goes you know, up and down, up and down, it'll start flowering and basically die. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So the best way to kind of get around that is, is you snip the flower off yeah. and pretty much pick it straight away yeah. and eat it.
0: Yeah. Sounds good to me.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, the other thing about onions that you need to know, they're part of the lily family. Interesting. Yeah. So they will live for three weeks off the bulb. What will live? The, like the actual or- onion right. will live for three weeks. Ah, gotcha. So you can still plant it yeah. even after three weeks. Right. You can just okay, plant that it sense. and it'll start yeah. growing. Yeah. Yeah, which mm, is really good. cool. Yeah. And they'll pretty much grow anywhere, Yeah, which is awesome. Um, so let's talk a little bit about onions and actually how to grow them. So there's a couple of different ways you can grow them. We've got seeds. Mm-hmm. You can get sets. So sets are... Basically, uh, little groups of onions that have been grown for a year and then stopped.
0: Yeah? Okay, so it's like did somebody stand there and yell at me like, "Stop growing, <laughs> stop." Yes, that is exactly what happened. How
1: they get picked? Yeah, so they pick them early, stalls them, and, and then they yep. give you these you know, groups of sets that you can grow yourself. So they usually grow for that second season. So they're more likely to bolt when you're using sets to actually plant. Um, But they're a much easier way to grow onions. So, I mean, if through all the research that we've done, if I was to grow onions, which I might, I would be growing them from sets. Mm because it's it's much easier than growing from seeds from seed you've got to wait you know four to six weeks for the actual seedling to to come up and then you transplant it over into uh the next cycle which is just in the in the ground and then they grow a little bit more and then you've got to wait another you know i think it's 25 to 34 weeks before they actually
0: mature all right so what six six months to six to seven months or eight months yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah.
1: So it's long, but it's worth it. Mm. Okay, so we talked about seeds and sets. Sets, really quickly, and I, I know I just mentioned this, they're the small, dry onion bulbs, that haven't matured for the full two mm-hmm. years. They're kind of just not allowed to mature, uh, and they cut those off early but they will produce an earlier crop of bulb onions or larger onions when you plant them. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about seeds. So seeds you can grow indoors in flats. I don't know if you know much about flats. No. Like what seedling trays.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So they, yeah. they're like little the discs,
1: little... yeah, and you yep.
0: can grow the seeds in those. Um, so you're basically just sprouting them and then, and then replanting them. That's the... right. right. So
1: uh, you put them in like a quarter inch of soil and yeah. they should sprout in about 10 days. Yeah. So if they're not sprouting in ten days, something wrong Sounds has horrible.
0: happened.
1: Yeah, um, they love to be fed. Mm. to onions. So like- they're like me. <laughs> yes, oh, we got, your, we've got all something your in common. Feeding. <laughs> yeah, um, love being fed. So they need fertilizer. They need phosphorus. They need potassium. And they need nitrate. Mm. Uh, mostly at the very beginning, they need. The potassium and they need the phosphorus like a lot. Mm. And then they just need nitrate kind of the whole way through. So, the the phosphorus and the the, um, potassium is not that important after Mm. you've kind of got them almost bulbing. Um, When you're planting onions, like when you're actually transplanting from the seeds into the soil, you want to keep them about 5 to 10 centimetres apart. Uh, You don't want to bury them too deep. It's kind of like an inch down because you don't want uh, it to cover up the whole bulb. Mm. So the bulb will... And it needs to be really loose soil as mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. because the bulb has to have space to actually grow. Right. Yeah. I did see some guys that were doing this thing where they were planting it and they were keeping them pretty close together, like, you know, four to five centimetres together. Yeah. And they planted like all their onions in a, in a line. So basically plant, 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 plant and then they let them go until they start to bulb and yep. then they picked every second plant. Yep. Okay? So every second plant they use is green onions, which are uh, you know okay. yeah, shallot yep. type yep. onions and then they let the other ones grow bigger. Mm-hmm. So that allowed them to get the green onions out first and also give space that the onions need to actually grow bigger mm. bulbs. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's, and they call that thinning. What is it? Thinning. Thinning. Right. Yeah, okay. Thinning, if I sense. can actually thinning. like get my words out here without dying. So thinning is what that is called. So I think what that's is it called again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> thinning. 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 Uh, which was really, really I thought that was really like clever.
0: Mm. It's like to plant them all. Yeah. Get your, I'm get, all for like um, clever or smart. Use of space or planting techniques. So that one, I, when I plant my onions, I, I'm going to have a crack at that one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not too hard. And like I said before, I would, when I'm planting onions, I would make sure that you're doing them. And, you know, one of the reasons that we chose onions right now is because you can start planting in February. Mm. So we're just getting it to the end of summer in Melbourne, so Australia as well. So, it's the perfect time for us to start doing seeds. Mm-hmm. So, in Australia, you need to basically, uh, February is where you're undercover in seed trays. If you're doing sets, then April is when you should start planting. Right. Um, and that's transplanting them into soil. And then uh, May to August will you so, like actually sowing them. Mm. And then you should be expecting to harvest in about 25 to 34 weeks after that.
0: Yep. So, they're Southern Hemisphere times. If anyone's listening, Northern Hemisphere, obviously the opposite. Correct. Yeah. That's right. Um, Because here down under,
1: we (laughs) do things differently. So... Planting it in full sun. Make sure that the soil is rich in nitrogen and nice and loose. Uh, You want to make sure you're doing the thinning if you're planting it like we said just before. You don't want to bury them too deep. And the closer to harvest, the more water they're going to want.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: And you need to do weed control by cultivation. Oh, yeah. There is no substances that you can use Mm. that actually... Will stop weeds from growing around your onions, mm. so you need to organically. So hands on. So you have get to get in down there on your and clean them and out. Yeah. that's it. Yeah. Nice. Get, to get your hands dirty.
0: Get grounded with earth. <laughs> that's it. Yeah.
1: So Definitely get grounded. Um.
0: What about harvesting? Is you do we yeah. do you just go and pull the bulbs out of the ground? Or? Okay. So how do you know when they're done? Yeah. I don't know. How do you know?
1: Well, basically, I'm it's got something to do with the way it if it flowers or the so the leaves or, come up right right out of it and they yep. essentially look like spring onions mm. like have grown up really yeah. tight but the bulbs are quite large down the bottom when mm. you're growing the large bulbs but as soon as they're done the whole thing will fall over uh,
0: it's like garlic as well oh is
1: that what yeah. garlic does yeah similar okay. yeah, it
0: flowers and then it kind of yeah falls down yeah
1: yeah. as soon as it falls down mm. that's when you know it's time to uh, harvest mm. which is really cool unless you're unless you're thinning them and, and taking them out earlier so
0: you pull them out and you cut the stems off and just Correct. have the bulb right. that's right Yeah yeah that's cool
1: yeah so uh the other things as well that we probably need to cover off is what it's compatible with so we talked about companion planting of course
0: we have to cover companion planting
1: yep so it's compatible with lemon balm interesting borage Mm. carrots beets silver beet lettuce and amaranth quite diverse yeah Mm. and what you shouldn't be planting it with are peas and beans interesting yeah Yeah. i know so uh that's pretty much all you need to know about planting onions awesome yeah interesting little thing you can grow them anywhere yeah i mean in australia there's like you know specific kind of times where you need Mm. to do it which we covered off as well make sure you're keeping your spacing right but pretty easy to do and you can get a good solid harvest out of it
0: yeah well yeah well i'm probably going to plant some onions soon see how we go. Love I'll it. have to update everybody.
1: Yeah. So yeah. now you can tell me about storage
0: after we've picked. Well, we've onions. we've done history. We've learned about the nutrition. We've learned how to plan them. So I mean, it's obvious that we need to learn how to cook them and store them.
1: Now we spoke about the Nourish Box earlier, but we're gonna speak about them again because we love what they do. They are a meal kit delivery service. It's entirely plant-based, based in Melbourne, and they just do some really great recipes. It's so simple to, to use their, their service.
0: Yeah, and it's really important to note that these boxes that turn up on the door are super fresh. I mean, some of the vegetables in there, crispy, fresh, delicious. Yeah, it's great.
1: So. They're giving all of our listeners 25 off your first box you just use the code mv25 at the checkout that's m for mary m for mary <laughs> it could be mary m for messy V for veggies mv25 at the checkout and you get 25 off your first box uh,
0: one something that stood out for me with onions and I don't know if you've ever given this much thought, but when I was looking into the the cooking of an onion, I realized that you've got, you eat onion raw. Yep. You pickle it. Yes. Or you roast it it. or grill it or saute it. So you can boil it too. Yeah, it actually covers just about every method of, Cooking. cooking, yeah. If I mean, depends on your definition of cooking, but the way we eat it,
1: I believe cooking is not many
0: over forty-five degrees. Right. Okay. I didn't know that.
1: Oh, really? No. So raw food is pretty much anything that hasn't been heated above forty-five degrees Celsius. Right. There you go. Yeah. Right. You heard it here first. <laughs> if I am incorrect in that, please tell me. <laughs> 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 but, but that is what I have been led to yeah, assume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, just interesting that it's it it. A vegetable that we eat across raw, pickled or cooked. I love it. Um, I don't know how many. And as we go through the series, we'll find out. But, I mean, there's not many that I can think of off the top of my head that I'm no. dealing with. No, yeah. I don't eat broccoli raw. No. Mm, uh, I mean although the way the Kristen cooked broccoli, you may as well be eating it raw. <laughs> <laughs> Are you like... Jamie loves it like super soft. Like real soft. I, I don't like it. Like I love it cooked not falling apart. Yeah. But um, I tend to get it on the crunchy side. Yeah, I like yeah. the crunchy side yeah. too. I've come around to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, cooking an onion... We digress. <laughs> we do. So the term cooking onion could be loosely from chopping it up and putting it in a salad or mm-hmm. on a sandwich or pickling it and then eating pickled onion straight out of a container yep. um, through to caramelizing it, which... Um, releases the sugars that are in the onion so there's quite a depending on the, the species of onion there's there can be a decent amount of sugar so when you caramelize it and you really let that sugar out the onion can be delicious yes so sweet I know which is so different from what it is raw but mm. like it's not sweet when it's raw well it's interesting uh, some right? of so, them well I was going to say because you've got the white the red and the yellow the white is less pungent and more you'd be more inclined to eat it raw. So if you're going to eat a raw onion, you go to the white. So if you if you go to a salad bar somewhere yeah. and you you know they make they make your sandwich or whatever in front of you, you'll yeah. find that it it's a white onion that they're using as I a raw feel like onion. I've never eaten white onion before. I know. I I definitely see them in the supermarket, but I n- don't think I've ever bought one. No. Yeah. But I always buy red or brown. Yeah. That's pretty much see, expensive. Red, red is, from what I've looked at, you, the red one you would go raw in a salad, but they're also quite good if you grill them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So red and is kind of pickled. a good middle of the line. Yeah, and pickled, definitely. Yeah. Can so, I, I'm going to share yeah. with you the quickest
1: pickling of red onion that you can ever do. Yeah. And it is phenomenally amazing mm. like really cool yep uh, well mm. <laughs> phenomenally amazing yeah maybe mm. I should dial that down yep. a little bit so it's basically just we just slice up red onion mm-hmm. really thin yeah and then put it in a little jar and I squeeze lime juice into it uh, yeah and then a little bit of sugar like yep. a little bit of sugar not mm. much at all not a teaspoon yep. or anything yep. like that and then you leave it overnight in the fridge yeah right that's it usually it'll take a couple of hours, Mm -hmm. two hours, and you can try it and it'll be pickled.
0: Mm.
1: I'm going to do that. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Good to just like put on the top of something like a burger or
0: like anything, man. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, It's really good. Yeah, I mean, onion, it's, it's such a versatile vegetable. I know. You can do anything with it. I love it. You can suck nasties out of your feet. Well, That's you could we prove that
1: wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we, we literally just prove that wrong, literally.
0: <laughs> yeah. The other interesting thing, so we talk about raw, pickled, and cooked, mm. is, and it only dawned on me while I was writing my notes out for this podcast, is that it's both a vegetable and a spice. What? Have you never bought powdered onion or yeah. flaked onion? You use it I as have. a spice.
1: Which is that technically like I even suppose you go and buy Mixed
0: spice in the shop and yeah. it's got like I was gonna say, but like turmeric's not that, but it's a root as well, and they just <laughs> I know grind it down never into a spice. I never it's, thought I've put powdered onion into um, me too, mixes that i Real before. good. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, again it's like what else can an onion do? Yeah, here's a hack for you as well. Yeah. So
1: uh there's a French onion powder. Uh, At Woolworths, that's like a soup mix, like a French onion soup mix. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like completely plant based, Mm -hmm. it's like onion flavored. Yep. And if you pour a couple of tablespoons of that into the cheese cream cheese and mix it all around, Mm. it's a French onion dip. Amazing. And it is so good. I love French onion. You can dial it up by just adding a little bit more powder. There's a hack for you. Mm. I mean that's terrible uh, Terrible cooking techniques But damn it's
0: good <laughs> <laughs> Oh man I just realised History of the onion yeah. In the middle ages Onion were an acceptable form of currency What? You could pay your rent or goods and services With an onion <laughs>
1: <laughs> Goods and services Yes <laughs> With onions I totally forgot about that's that That's so cool
0: uh, can you imagine like, walking down the street with onions around you Like, hey, Here's an onion. Here's an onion. <laughs> just <laughs> wealthy, like the
1: Robin Hood of wealthy wealthy onions. Wealthy giving out just onions. Just handing yeah. them out. Hey, you yeah, want an onion? I love it. That's no,
0: fantastic. Pretty interesting though. Like, nice. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, onions. Very, very diverse vegetable. Uh, can be prepared in many different ways. So for me, we touched on it earlier. My favorite way of cooking is just chop it up, throw it in a pan, some garlic, mm. a bit of oil, saute it off, release those flavors and it it's really a good base to any any nice dish. Yeah. I mean it's used in curries mm. and stir-fries
1: and pretty much like Yeah, it's a
0: real variety. flavor builder.
1: Yeah. 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 I feel like that and garlic they kind of work together with yeah. those building properties.
0: Yeah. 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 Let's talk about cutting an onion. Oh, let's cuz I have shed many a tear well I've got a tip <laughs> oh well I've got tips too so you okay. give me your tip no 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 it's your section man
1: and you we'll, give me the tips and I'll tell you if it's the same one that I've we'll got we'll cross tips <laughs> <laughs> he means microphones <laughs> <laughs> carry on what's your tip go well let's you just you go one tip I'll go one nah, tip
0: let's talk about why onions make you cry it's not because they're sad <laughs> 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 well, I didn't think that the onions were sad, but I'm glad that we clarified that it's not because of that. But onions are oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's getting better. Onions. Oh, the onion. Mm. Onions are uh, loaded with sulfur. Okay, okay. Right. So when you when you take the skin off and you cut it open, you release this sulfur, which actually becomes uh, sulfenic acid. Okay. And when those vapors kind of reach your eyes, our eyes are naturally wet all the time and that sulfenic acid mixes with the moisture in your eyes and becomes sulfuric acid. And that is why your eyes burn oh, because you've damn. got acid in your eyes. It's like sulfuric acid. acid. Sulfuric acid. Because
1: that's a that's a tough acid. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. the bad one. Yeah, it's it's reasonable,
1: yeah. Jeez. That yeah. is crazy.
0: Yeah. So the, the onion, it, the, the sulfur that's coming out of the onion... Is what makes you cry at the end of okay. the day. So, in terms of tips, the the most simple one is to move further away from the onion. It's not always possible.
1: But <laughs> well, with extension So Yeah, yeah. So you can arms.
0: Can chop, chop, chop. I know, chop. but you, if you're talking about dilution, then less less of that that, that acid gets into your eye. So, yep. if you were so inclined to cut onions at arm's length, you could. Yep. Okay. Right. Or you could have some sort of screen or whatever that stopped the stops the vapors hitting your eye or stops the acid hitting your eye it's like big glasses or something yeah well i I was thinking of like um snorkeling goggles oh that would work 100% would work. problem solved that is a that's actually genius yeah i'm going to market them as onion cutting goggles and we're going to make millions (laughs) of course we are (laughs) will it come with the snorkel though of course. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> you don't want it in your mouth, obviously. No,
0: no, no. Okay. Um, yeah. So, you, I mean, you could protect your eyes from the from the vapors. Yep. Um, something that's probably a little bit more useful would be just to cut it under running water. Helps stop the vapors. That makes 100%.
1: Burn. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. But who cuts under running
0: water? Well, I wouldn't purely because I wouldn't waste the water. Yeah. Yeah. Could... So the other method to that would be to cut it underwater to stop the acid coming out of the the water. Again, the water just super tough, man. I know. What I mean? Okay. How do you speed chop underwater? Yeah. (laughs) How do you dice underwater? I know, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. You go. No tip. No more tips. I. Keep going.
1: Okay. Yeah. So my tip is yep. if you've started cu- cutting an onion mm. and you're feeling your eyes mm. starting to to go, mm. stick your head in the freezer mm. or the fridge. Yeah. And actually now that you talk about like it's sulfuric acid and the rest of it, I think when you stick your head into a colder environment, it naturally dries your eyes out really yeah, quickly. Right. Yeah. Because this is what we do. Yeah. Oh, as okay. soon as your yep. eyes start to yep. burn from the thing, you go stick yep. your face in the freezer. Mm. And it stops it yep. immediately. Like, it's really good. Yep. Yeah. It's not a myth. That's a tip. Tip. Yeah. yeah. The other tip I had is using a very sharp knife mm. because I don't know about – I mean, I didn't know about the sulfuric acid before, so that's news to me. But it kind of makes sense if you use a sharper knife, it will not bruise – the So, you know, when you cut an onion, yeah. you're essentially bruising it yeah. and cutting it. Yeah. So if you're using a really, really sharp knife, it would make less bruising mm. and wouldn't release as much mm.
0: of that. I've I found for me, I, I don't really get the effect too much. I mean, there's times where my eyes have stung, but it's never been to the point where I've had to go and do something about it. Okay. But... On reflection and you say sharp knife i always keep beautifully sharp knives okay i cut them very quickly and yep. move on yeah i don't spend too much time hovering around an onion it's chop 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 done yeah so nice sharp knife get through it real quick not a problem but yeah. i did read somewhere that um if you leave the root part intact so when you're chopping it instead of chopping it off if you leave that on there and start at the other end yeah it can reduce the amount of sulfur that comes out of the onion Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know that for a fact. Just thinking about the, the the mechanics and the way it works with the sulfur coming out and it and kind of rising up from the mushroom into your eyes. Mushroom. To me, Did I say mushroom? <laughs> you said mushroom. Mushrooms next week? Rising up
1: from the mushroom. Mushrooms. mushrooms no, no, I right. had
0: mushrooms for breakfast. Uh, that's all I'm did thinking you have about. them with onion? No, but oh. that's all I'm thinking about is okay. mushrooms. Anyway, go on. No, no, no. Yeah. So the sulfur rising up from the onion. The onion. So the sulfur is <laughs> coming up from the onion, not the mushroom. Yep. It makes sense that if you had a little fan maybe on the side. Oh, that's clever a bit too. bit of moving air. That's really clever. Yeah. Could work. I don't Fact know. Fact check that. Yeah. i just going to give now, that a go. So. That's amazing. That's clever. Yeah. Small fan or even just making sure you've got moving air. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Imagine if you had like a cutting board with a little fan on it. Yeah, that had it on the little sides that oh, came up mate. into like, like a cross current across it. Patent pending.
0: <laughs> that would be cool, huh? Yeah, because that would yep. stop. Little like, USB fan. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh mm. man, genius! Yeah, absolute yep. genius.
0: Yeah, we're coming out with all of it now. Yeah, yeah. all right, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the different types. So we got the white, we got the red, and we've got the. Brown or yellow. Yep. Or Spanish onion. Okay. Oh man, the same- that's
1: really like throwing my head out that you're calling the brown, yellow onions Spanish. 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 Because I've always seen. The red onion. Is that because like a Spanish dancing dress? I don't or? know. I don't <laughs> know. Maybe it's because the red onions, all I use for salsa mm. and like yep. for. Yep. Um, Typically, I have them raw, the red For ones. guacamole as yeah. well. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. I don't know if I've said guac. Is it, it is guacamole. Guac is it? Or is, yeah, I'm just gonna say guac. Anyway,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. like that's what I use, yeah. and I just relate that uh, to yeah, Spanish. Okay. Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's interesting, right? Well, we can stick with the red one because the red one, like we said before, you know, you can have it raw. You could really good for pickling, or uh, you can particularly good at grilling or, or roasting yep um, and it, it's slightly sweeter than say the Spanish onion that's yep. um, it's a little bit sharper the yep. flavor a bit more full um, yeah so really really good uh, any method you want a little bit higher sugar content uh, than the others yep um, so really versatile if you go back to say the white one um, it's your most mild onion so it uh, doesn't taste uh, you, you could eat it raw Okay. You know, like an apple or something. Whereas you wouldn't do that. The Spanish is disgusting. Yeah. Um, predominantly salads and sandwiches. Like we said, they'd be in the bar in a a salad bar, or even if you're in a shop or something like that. Um, typically don't really need to cook it. But if the white one is still, uh, say too strong a flavour, if you cut it, you can actually soak it in water for an hour, and it'll it'll make it even more mild so really easy to eat really palatable wow yeah so i I, I
1: don't think i've ever like i said i don't think i've had white onions but i think after this i'm gonna go and get one mm. and eat it like an apple
0: yeah well i I read (laughs) soak it in water for an hour cold water and it'll bring out the sweetness in the onion and you could eat it raw and it'll be sweet that's so cool which (laughs) blows my mind because onions are not sweet no (laughs) not at all yeah yeah. Unless you cook them a little bit or caramelize it, and yeah, they exactly, are perfect. Yeah. Okay. So while we speak about caramelizing, mm. we move on to the the Spanish onion. Yep. Um, really not good for eating raw, um, and that is the the it's it's because of that sulfur that we were talking about. So you'll find that the the Spanish one was the one that's going to cause the most kind of eye discomfort because yep. it's higher in sulfur, and that's what's causing that really. Difficult flavour. Yeah, and you wouldn't want that in your mouth. No, no. So, it's why we cook it. We cook that flavour out and it really brings the sharpness down and releases the sweetness and the sugars and, yeah. Caramelising those onions off and getting nice and sweet. It's beautiful. Mm. Yeah. So I
1: guess that can really change a dish as well. Like, if you just shove raw onion into a casserole mm. where you haven't cooked the onions off first. Mm. And, I mean, majority of recipes that use onions as a base... Yeah. You cook them off first in the pan. It says brown your onions yep. and
0: yep. then add everything else in. And you cook them off for a good amount of time too. Yeah. It's usually for like five minutes yeah. to, to really like Minimum. brown them. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you, you're trying to get that, that sulfur out and cook off all that sharpness. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Super interesting. I yeah, it's good, that. right? It's really yep. good. So if we, if we move on to the storage. Yes. Yeah. We touched on a myth earlier about onions kind of absorbing. The nasties in the air, which is totally busted. Yes, it has been proven that that is not the case. So when it comes to storing an onion, if you were if you just had the whole onion, let's say you bought it from the shop, you had the whole onion wrapped up. You can store it in the cupboard for quite some time or in the pantry. The best thing is to store it in the dark, not too hot, so moderate temperature, but the most important thing is airflow. So onions hate humidity. If it's too moist, then it'll start to go bad really quickly. Really? So keep it nice and dry, but in the dark. So dry in a brown paper bag? You could. Yep. As long as there's airflow, you don't want you don't want the moisture. Oh, so it has to have yeah. an airflow. Yeah. So like a nice wire basket or something like that. Or oh whatever. okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a bit of airflow and yeah. And they'll store for I, I read somewhere you could get about two weeks. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. They must store longer as
1: well. Otherwise, if you do a massive harvest, they must start store longer than two weeks. You
0: could I reckon if you harvest it out of your backyard, you'd probably yep. get longer. But if a yeah. store bought one, two weeks, because you got to allow for storage and transport and those sorts of yeah, things.
1: Yeah, they freeze them and then unfreeze them. and mm. Yeah. yeah. And that would be affecting the onions as well, probably surely. have to. If the onions are so sensitive about temperature, Mm. like all the time, Mm. then when we buy them in the supermarkets, they must be ready to go. Freezing.
0: I don't know how it would go with humidity and that sort of stuff. There's a bit of moisture in the air. Interesting. Mm. We have to find out. Yeah. Yeah. If you know, write in, tell us. We're going to cover off. If somebody's involved in fruit and vegetable supply chain logistics, I would love to know how onions are transported from the farm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That would be really interesting. Yeah. and how
1: long they're held? Yeah, uh, like in freezers because they they have to be held in freezers. Mm. They have to be, otherwise they wouldn't be able to move them fast enough, man.
0: Yeah, because their life cycles you know six eight months. So yeah, yeah, interesting. Mm. Nice.
1: Yeah. Well, but- we're gonna cover off like. Uh, outtakes or, you know, the <laughs> corrections that we have to make each week at the end of each episode. So if you do hear something that's not quite right, in Q R, then please write in and let us know. Um, and you can write in to two guys, one plant at messyveggies.com. So make sure you write that down and send in all those corrections. Or even if you've got a funny story.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't even have to be a correction. It could be an experience or... Um, some information that maybe we'd missed that uh, everybody would find interesting. Mm. Mm. Uh,
1: speaking of stories with onions, have you had any stories with onions?
0: Stories? What kind of stories?
1: Any kind of stories. I know I've cut the top of my finger off like cutting
0: an oh, no. so. uh No, I don't think so. No? Not off the top of my head. Yeah. No. yeah. So you slashed your finger while you were cutting an onion? Yeah. yeah. Did you cry? No. Were you already crying? <laughs> but it stung. <laughs> like oh yeah i would say that the same that sulfur yeah in there would hurt yeah it wasn't good that's for damn sure but Mm. uh yeah awesome well that's we haven't finished storage yet mate haven't we no (laughs) i'm wrapping you up he's trying to wrap me up the music's playing i've got my oscar he's trying to kick me off the stage oh my gosh man i seriously was wrapping it up there no no hit me tell tell me more well we have to store we have to store cut onions man yeah, in an airtight container. Yeah, well, we're just recovering. <laughs> you, You can cut an onion and reuse it later as yep. long as you store it properly. Yeah. So put it in an airtight container in the fridge. The moment you take the skin off an onion, put it in the fridge. Okay. Yeah. And then you can store it for seven days. Seven days in an airtight container. Airtight container. Yep. Yep. Amazing. Which blows my mind because I've thrown out so much onion thinking that I couldn't use it. Yeah, wow. Less wasted it my I ass.
1: have never done that, like throwing it out. I usually just use it. Kristen, is pedantic
0: about it. Oh How right. long's that onion been on the bench? Not nah, get rid of it. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Mm. I mean, it's not crazy, but you know. But it, it is a very common thing that people think.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Busted that open. Yeah. I'm sorry Wide for playing the uh,
0: the the music the music to, mm. to wind you up. But are we at the end now? Yeah, I believe it. What what one thing I would say is uh, we were talking about tips for uh, cutting onions and not hurting your eyes. Yes. I'm interested to hear if anyone else has got any oh, weird yeah. and wonderful tips. Definitely. Yeah. And
1: if you have a cutting board that you've got a fan on already, throw it out. Take a picture. No, take <laughs> a picture. I want to see it. Yeah. I definitely want to see it because that is really cool and I think. We definitely have not been the first person to come up with that idea. I mean, ideas are not original these days. No, they're not. They're just not.
0: Regurgitated.
1: Yeah. So Mm. if you've seen it or if you know
0: where it is, send it in because I want to see it. Mm. Amazing. So what about uh, dishes that you use onion in? Have you got a favorite?
1: I have several favorites. Mm. Um, I found this really difficult.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Only difficult because I have onion in so many dishes that I love. Yeah, but it's never the hero. Yeah. So heroes
1: for me for onions are there is a um, there's a there's a thing that we make that's like a braised shallots oh, in yeah. red in wine. red wine. Yeah, I've made that dish. Yeah. Yeah. And it is good. Mm, like that is delicious. Real good. Yeah. Um, we may link to that recipe yeah. uh, at the bottom of this podcast or in the
0: in the description. We'll put a link to the recipe if mm. I can find it online. I can highly recommend it. I've got it mm. at home. It's the Yosam one, isn't it? No, I think it's um, um family or neighborhood or something, isn't it? Oh, really? I thought it was in the Ottolingi book. Mm. We'll we'll check and uh, we'll let you guys know. Mm, yeah, but that
1: is a winner.
0: Yeah, but it's like a kilo of shallots or something. Yeah, isn't it? but
1: it is so cooked good. down in red wine. Yeah, Oh, man, it's it gets all sticky and like glazy yeah, it does, and yeah. oh my goodness, <laughs> it's so good. Mm. So yeah, I would have that. Yeah, right, all the time.
0: Yeah, I, I I until you mentioned that I couldn't think of a dish that had onion as as a central part of the dish. Mm. Just, I put it in everything. People do um, like tarts,
1: onion Mm. tarts, man, like roast onion tarts and they are good. Yeah, right. You know,
0: and like um, pumpkin and onion Mm. tarts and Mm. there's all sorts of stuff. Well, when I do, like we cook roast veggies a lot, just a big tray of mixed veggies, you know, throw it in the oven, roast it off. I always put in say quartered onion just whole in there big pieces and delicious absolutely delicious
1: it's it's amazing Mm. there's no doubt about that so I guess this comes to us wrapping it up for this week and telling everyone what we're going to be talking about next week which is drum roll Beetroots.
0: Wow. Yeah. I didn't know. Hey, I, I know. didn't know. I just found out. <laughs> I just sprung it on I just you. found I out. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about beetroots next nice. week. Nice, beets. Which I am pumped for. And I guess I get nutrition and medicine.
1: Yeah, you do. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, yep. Because beetroots, I mean, yeah. oh man, I'm
0: yeah. really,
1: really excited. Yeah, I think
0: I think nutritionally, beets is pretty well documented.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm. it's going to be fun yeah, and be there's plenty of ways to beetroots have like look I don't want to get too far into it I know a bit about beetroots already because we use them all the mm. time mm. cooking for shakes for all sorts of stuff and they just have a lot of really good qualities yep. to them
0: So I know nothing about their history too
1: Yeah, I don't know anything about the history, but I'm going to do a whole heap of research on it this week and it's going to be really fun to to figure that out. Awesome. So uh, that brings us to the end of another week. Look forward to next week where we're talking about beetroots. And until next time, do yourself a favor and eat some more plants. (laughs)